Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Now live from Dick's Wings on the north side, Compton and Company. Brought to you by Williams and Rowe and Barber and Associates on 1010XL. Here's your host, Ron Compton. And good evening, good evening. Welcome to Compton and Company coming from Dick's Wings on the north side. From 8 until 10 o'clock this evening on this flip night. We tell folks each and every Wednesday night what in the world flip night is. Roll in. Uh, get it early. Reserve your bar stool early. You sit at the bar, order a drink on a Wednesday night. Guess head or tails between the hours of 7 and 9 o'clock. Guess head or tails. If you are correct, the drink is absolutely on the house. That's not one drink or two drinks. That's two hours of drinking. Jackie's behind the bar. Tonight, we have uh, Asinus. We call her Ace. Uh, working the the dining area tonight to so come by and say hello to us on the, the the last Wednesday for a while Chuck a uh, little uh order order business here and and you know what we're gonna, we're not going to have Matt for a while because uh you know Matt's a you know a weekday producer a weeknight producer uh so uh starting uh well it's all you know Jaguars schedule permitting here I, I hope we have to We'll be, you know, maybe off for a couple more weekends. That means the Jags are still playing, but um, we'll be on Saturday, 12 to 2, Chuck and Matt, so, uh, moving forward through the end of May, and then we'll see what the, what the summer brings because I'll be coaching, you know, travel baseball, and uh, that will require a bunch of weekends away. So we'll probably move back to, I would say, Wednesday night starting the summer. But uh, now through the end, at least the end of May, our new home will be Saturdays, 12 to 2 o'clock. Uh, a lot going on, Mr. Elliott and Mr. LeVay. Whew, boy, oh, boy. The Jaguars came up a thrilling win at the bank on Saturday night. I was there. Um, man, it was, it was festive. I mean, it was uh, the place was, was rocking and rolling all day long. It truly was a college atmosphere. Uh, it was, uh, man, and it, 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 it rocked. The bank rocked. The fans brought it. The Jags brought it, especially on the defensive side of the football. Um, it's not often, uh, you know, you're, you're down going into a fourth quarter and your offense puts up like five or six yards of offense and you still win the football game. But due to the Jaguars' defense, uh, the Tyson-Campbell interception, Caused by the pressure of Arden Key, the uh, you know the hit uh, by Josh uh, by uh, by Rayshon Jenkins, and the uh, fumble return for a touchdown by Josh Allen, and Jags win, Jags win, Jags win. But I'll say this: as I as I well, I didn't sit, as I stood in that stadium because no one was sitting at all, uh, not many. It, it, it really was. People stood almost the entire damn game. There wasn't many people sitting at all. You know, it was great. Typically, you have that person, come on, sit down. That was, that, nobody. It was people, you know, it, look, if you sat, if you sat, you know, you looked up at the, the, the huge, massive jumbotron, 
or you stood up. That's what you did. That's but it. Was, other than what was on the line, was really a football game itself that exciting? Was it that great of a play game? Probably not. It was. You know what? Look, it was. Uh, it was a playoff game. Oh yeah, it's a playoff game. Okay, right. And and uh, and there were plays made uh, on both sides. Look, Tennessee almost played a perfect game. I say almost because they didn't win. Uh, the Jaguars made enough plays uh, to get it done, and we'll obviously go into that, if, you know, in detail here, uh, here, here in just a bit. But uh, look, man, the atmosphere was outstanding. They brought it, and hopefully, uh, the atmosphere this Saturday night is is uh, equal or pr- probably better. There was a stretch in the game where it got quiet. That ten-minute drive that, that resulted in just three points uh, by Tennessee. Uh, took the crowd out of it just a bit, right? It was dink, dunk, dink, dunk. And look, Tennessee, look, great game plan. They uh, ran the ball, obviously, with Henry, 30 carries, I believe. A lot of rub routes, uh, wide receiver screen passes, things of that nature. That tight number 85, that tight end they have is is pretty darn good. I think he's a rookie. Okonkwo, uh, I think Okonkwo, I think his name is. Um, made some big plays for them. But uh, look, uh, and, and look, Trevor missed some guys, man. Look, he he uh, obviously hit Christian Kirk with the one touchdown pass, but uh, he's only had one now in the last three games. Now he had three in the game uh, in Los Angeles earlier this year at SoFi Stadium uh, against the Chargers. So let's hope it gets back to sort of that, right? Uh, and also the Chargers give it four, five point four yards a carry as well, which is horrific, and uh, that was. Look, James Robinson had 17 for 100 and a touchdown on that fourth down run uh, out there, in that 38 to 10 win. Now that was with a banged up, bruised rib uh, um, quarterback, right? And Justin Herbert. And then, of course, there, there was no uh, Bosa in that game. There was also no Keenan Allen, who leads. I think I think Keenan Allen leads the NFL in receptions over the last four or five weeks since he's been back and healthy. Uh, so the Chargers are a little more a little more healthy now. They are missing J.C. Jackson, uh, who's been good for them this year. But they're a little more healthy along the offensive front. Uh, but look, man, um, a, a, a nice win, uh, outstanding crowd. Uh, again, again, Trevor wasn't perfect, man. Look, he it's funny, you know. I had that question. I gave you guys that question last week. You and Matt both. I said, hey. Trevor Lawrence's passer rating is, you know, 95 plus for the year. How many passer ratings do you think he's had individual games in the 90s through 16 games? And the answer was zero, right? Well, he finally had a game in the 90s this past weekend, but he wasn't very good. Well, but my point is, is forget what the stat sheet says in terms of, you know, a passer rating. To me, it's more about the eyeball test and. And look, he, uh, you know, it's been well, it's been well chronicled that he had, you know, missed uh, Zay Jones on the easy one for the touchdown that would have put the Jags up, I think, 14-13 at the time they settled for a, a field goal, right? Uh, that was an easy one. I mean, that, that's a pass that uh, that you could have completed, Chuck. I think maybe I think he could have. Maybe. Maybe. Not with pressure. Uh, not yeah. If nobody been on the field, I could yeah. have done it. Not with pressure. And and then after the. Uh, the Tyson Campbell interception, right? They they go down and and it was three and out, but he had Christian Kirk 
nice little route that he ran. And, and he, now he had a little inside pressure, forced a, a throw up his back foot. But Kirk was open for a touchdown. He missed that one. And then in the fourth quarter, uh, he had Marvin Jones Jr. down the right sideline, had him three yards behind the secondary. He A little pressure let him out of bounds instead of inside, which might have been a touchdown. If not a touchdown, it, it was a big gainer. So he missed some guys. He missed he missed uh, Jamichael Hasty on a little, little flare pass. You know, three yards away, he threw it up and over his head. The the reverse that shit. Look to me, I remember Randy Cross, former CBS color commentary, color commentator, uh, former Niners tight end. Uh, what his thing was, man, just don't get too cute. That was what he would say. Don't get too cute, coach. He would say that a lot. Well, Doug Peterson got a little too cute on Saturday night after a 10-minute drive that netted the Titans three points. The Jaguars go boom, 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 boom down the field. And he calls that reverse to Agnew. Now, the play was there. It was there. I mean, if, if, the, if Trevor, there's better spacing and Trevor puts the, you know, puts the ball in Agnew's belly instead of over his head, hits, his, hits him in the helmet, it might be a touchdown. If nothing else, it's first and goal. Uh, but there was no reason for the play call, right? There's no, no reason for that. And then Tennessee gets it, goes down. They, they score a little play action to that big tight end that beat a Lewican in the, uh, the, the left corner of the end zone, uh, or the, the front pylon, actually, uh, for a 10 nothing lead. Yeah, so there was a lot of, man, there was a lot of plays later on that the second six, the, the long run by Henry, uh, holding, holding call, right? So there was a lot of little things that, you know, that sort of went the Jaguars' way and, and, and some that went against them. I mean, you could point out five or six. Remember David Lamb once years ago said you could take five plays uh, a game and change the change that play and you'll change the majority of the outcomes in the NFL football games because it's it's meant for a parity, right? All games should be in the fourth fourth quarter games, three to seven point margins. And that and that's really there were just a handful of plays on both sides. Look at the um, the play, the Conquo again down the seam, uh, Dobbs um, had him, he, but he threw underthrew him a bit. Rayshon Jenkins, who didn't have his head turned around, got his hand in there and knocked it loose. The ball's up in the air. It, it might have been interference, right? Because now all of a sudden, Conku's hands are up in the air. I mean, there's a lot of little things that happen in that game, and it just and the Jaguars are fortunate to escape with a win. Uh, look, the uh, I've, I've, I've seen a replay a handful of times, and I'm sure I, I get. Look, it was a fumble, uh, but if I were the the Titans. You know what? I, I'd be ticked off because I swear that, that his arm was going forward. The tuck rule again. Yeah. But look, <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, I mean, that to me was um, was certainly uh, oh. more of a fumble than the tuck than the tuck rule uh, well, that, was a fumble. But it was. You know, that this one was that one wasn't. Maybe what's the term I'm going to say? Uh, not facetious, but it, look, if they'd been playing the Cowboys, that would have been an incomplete pass. Yeah, it's the Cowboys, and rightfully so. Cowboys, Bucks, you know, any of the NFL darling teams, that would have been that would have been incomplete, and, uh, not not a touchdown. So yeah, they they I don't say got away with one, but hey, bottom line, they won the game. wasn't pretty. Won the game. If yep. you if you if you bet legally in Vegas or anywhere, you take your if your ticket had the Titans on it, you win your bet. Cause they didn't, cause well, that is true. The, that, that is true. The Jaguars didn't cover. 
But uh, look, man, it was uh, again a, a great atmosphere. Uh, the fun they game. Turn around and do the same thing this Saturday, same atmosphere yep. Saturday night. Yep. Same people. Uh, I know most people I know it was a gaggle of people. Anyway, and you know week. what? Not going this week. So. And, and you know what? Uh, I think. Uh, and the game will be, in my opinion, it'll be a polar opposite game. The game will be a, a polar opposite game, man. Um, because, look, last week it was uh, – and, get, look, give Mike Vrabel credit, man. What, what a hell of a coach he is. Again, 23 guys on IR, half of their salary cap uh, was uh, on injured reserve. They were up against it, man. They were absolutely up against it, and, and uh, they found a way to keep this thing close. Um, made plays uh, with a quarterback that that uh, look. There's a reason Joshua Dobbs has bounced around the league and has been a journeyman quarterback and a career backup. He, he's he's not any good, but uh, I tell you what, uh, and you can see the difference. Look, the dude is extremely sharp. Uh, he processes very well. He's damn, he's a rocket scientist. He is. He's a rocket scientist. Okay, so when he was back there and had time in the pocket to go through his reads, man, he made good reads and good throws. But as soon as he felt the heat and felt pressure, all of a sudden, now you get you know your eye level changes, your head your head drops, you get a little happy feet, you start moving around and dancing some. And then that causes the issues. And finally, the Jaguars did that late and harassed him. And uh, it was game, set, match in terms of the Jaguars' defense against the Tennessee Titans' offense. But again, the Jaguars had less than 10 yards of total offense in the fourth quarter and still won the game good. after they were down going into the fourth quarter. Good and not good. Good they could win the game with those bad offensive stats, but not good that they had those offensive stats. But again, Trevor, again, he's, he's had uh, – man, he's had – uh, one touchdown passes, one one touchdown pass in the last three games. Um, he's, I think it's 25, and I think he's overall 25 and seven, or 25 and eight, maybe in terms of uh, touchdown interception on the on the year. Uh, but uh, look, credit the Jags, big win. Uh, hope hopefully they can keep this thing rolling, and they can take care of the Chargers uh, this Saturday night, and and then Sunday become huge. Uh, Dolphins and Dolphins fans, and, and then uh, Monday night be Ravens fans, which there's no way in hell either team's going to win. The reason I'm saying that is because if that happens, then one of those two teams would be the team that goes to Kansas City the following weekend because they do reseed them. It's right. not practice, they reseed right. them, which it's is the right thing to do, right? It's lowest seed versus high seed. Um, so that's the hope. Look, how about every uh, game this wild card weekend? Is a rematch. A game's already played this season. It's like the fifth time since the merger that's happened, I think, in the first round of the playoffs. Um, and here's one for you. In the AFC, you know Patrick Mahomes, at the, the old age of 27, is the oldest starting quarterback in the AFC in the playoffs. How about, isn't that crazy? I mean, it seems like he just started yesterday and he's the old guy. I know, it kind of seems like he's been around a while. It seems like now it's getting to be... It seems like he's been around a while. but. And then uh, how about Rodgers urinating down his leg on Sunday night? And look, I think he's all done in Green Bay. Whether he's done, I don't think he's done in the league, but typically he trades jerseys. And some guy wanted to trade jerseys with him, and he said, no, I can't. He cried cried like a little schoolgirl 
uh, when, he, when he left the field. He shouldn't be crying because he blew the game. What in the world? I mean, yeah, come I, on, man. I, I, I had gone to bed. I thought for sure the Packers would win. But then I watched today that uh, – who was that for the Packers? Shoved the trainer for the Lions. That, that guy should be out of the league. Yeah, that's – He should be out of the league. You know, they, he comes in there trying to get in. He, and, you know, the, did you see the lineman in Green Bay? He should have been called through. He kind of did a bump on the trainer. Did yeah. you see that? Those guys, guys like that should be out of the league. But I mean, you know, not even suspend because you after all the stuff that just happened, right, with DeMar Hamlin, all this stuff, you know, we were trying to, to get in and, and work on it. These guys are injured. You get in, you want to take them out. And then after all this, you're, you're doing stuff like that. Come on, man. Come on. There was uh, there was three on that play because uh, – on the on the play, DeAndre Swift, you see the the lineman came in and gave an elbow to the head, and that didn't get yep. called. Yeah, right. the rest missed that. And of course, they called. They should have called. They should have called that lineman, like bump the trainer. Yeah. So we're we're gonna break here, but I'll throw the poll. I'll, I'll throw the poll questions out. All right. So the first one is this: uh, outside of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, that quarterback coach combo, is there any other? Quarterback coach combination that you would trade Trevor and Doug for in the National Football League. And if the answer is yes, when you tweet us uh, or or answer the, the you know the Twitter poll, um, tell us who you, who that would be. I mean, I get it. You you could say Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts or Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow, Sean McDermott and, and uh, uh, Josh Allen. I get it. You know, you, hell, you may even you may even say. Uh, yeah, you're San Diego. Oh, San Diego. You're Los Angeles coach, and and um, and the, the, the guy, so Staley, Brandon Staley, and and, uh, well, and, and Justin really, Herbert. You could believe really in the coach or really in the quarterback. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. You could. That's correct. Belichick Jones. That's correct. And the other question is this: uh, If you're the Houston Texans, look, we've seen the most recent trade. Look, we 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 see what. Uh, franchise caliber or presumed uh, uh, franchise caliber quarterbacks were gone or in trades, right? We've seen what happened in the Russell Wilson trade. We've seen the Deshaun Watson trade. We've seen all these. We've seen the Matthew Stafford trade um, a couple of years ago. If you were the Houston Texans, Sure, Bryce Young's out there, and to me, I I think C.J. Stroud's going to be the best the best quarterback in this draft. It won't it won't be Bryce Young. I question Bryce Young's arm strength, his size, his thickness. I don't I don't think he's going to be any good. Yeah, you heard here first. I don't think Bryce Young is going to be a good NFL quarterback. I think he'll be average. Um, so it, would you trade if you're Houston, two and twelve this year? And what a middle finger Lovey Smith gave the ownership group, the McNair family. It was a Cal McNair that was on the sideline upset that they're trying to win the football game. You're going to fire me? You're number one is what he did. So and he they went and won the football game. Oh, yeah, he already knew. Yeah, they had a meeting a couple of days prior. He knew he was out. Well, my question was, what did they expect Lovey Smith to do this? I don't think he was a great hire, but so if you think hire him, what do you expect well, him to do Well, think about back-to-back him and David Coley both. You, you, you talk about giving guys – you know, you talk about giving a guy if you're playing Texas to hold him. You know, you didn't, not only did you not get pocket aces, you got a two seven off suits. What you got? That's that's what David Coley and Lovey Smith were given when handed that roster by the McNair family uh, in Houston. But uh, so here's the question. Uh, there's rumors, and again, who who knows if they're true or not? 
Look, Lamar Jackson is still out. Uh, some people are saying he's he's you know not really he could he could play, but he's pouting because he's not getting a contract with the Ravens. Who knows if that's the case? Maybe he's really injured. Hell, we don't know. Just just like right now, Jader is shot down in Gainesville. The talk is he's once out of his national letter intent. And uh, now his dad's come out and said, no, that's not the case at all. There's, if there's smoke, there's usually fire, right, typically. So here's a question. If you're the Houston Texans, and you, if you were the GM or the president or the ownership group of the Houston Texans, would you give up a 2, a 12 this year, and your first-round pick next year for Lamar Jackson? Those are the two poll questions. We'll come back, talk more sports. We'll revisit the game that was two nights ago as – Georgia just beat the hell out of TCU. We'll discuss that more in the Georgia dynasty as we move forward next from Dick Swings of the North Side on 1010 XL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Compton and Company, company from Dick's Wings of the North Side on this flip night. Come hang out in the bar between 7 and 9 o'clock. Jackie's usually working on Wednesday night. Say, Jackie, I want to order a vodka tonic. I've never had a vodka tonic. I don't know why I even said vodka. I've had vodka in a bunch, but never a vodka tonic. Um, There's this thing. Yeah, there is. Um, And uh, order it. Guess heads or tails. If you're right, the drink's free. You're wrong. You pay for the drink, and you can do that for two hours. And that's each and every Wednesday night right here. I do want to tell folks again that uh, this is our last Wednesday show for a while. We'll be moving our show to Saturdays from 12 until 2. So give you a little, give you a little weekend uh, local sports talk radio right here on 10 to next on 92.5 FM. And that might start a week from Saturday. Uh, I hope it doesn't, actually. I hope the Jaguars are playing someone set the following Saturday, and we've got that Saturday off as well. They could be playing Sunday. Uh, well, it could be. Well, it could be. That's true. I guess they have a set. Well, it could be playing Saturday late game. That is correct. We'll see. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's the uh, show news. Is uh, We'll be moving to Saturdays uh, until the end of May, and then I'll be coaching, uh, uh, you know, some travel baseball, and uh, and then at that point uh, uh, my, my weekends will be – I'll be out, and then we'll be back probably on Wednesday nights at that point. Uh, poll questions again tonight are these. Um, outside of Mahomes and Andy Reid, will you trade Trevor and Doug Peterson for any other head coach quarterback combination in the National Football League? And if you were the Houston Texans, uh, and I'll bring this up because, look, Lamar Jackson is a bit disgruntled. He wants a contract extension. The Ravens have yet to they, – they offered him a big one in the offseason. He said no. He wants more, wants more guaranteed money. Uh, he wants a Deshaun Watson type of deal. The Browns are idiots for doing that. But, it, it, but again, it is a Cleveland Browns organization. I mean, what else can you expect? Uh, right. And so, so the question is, would you – we look at the last couple of franchise caliber quarterbacks and, and their trades. Uh, the, the, uh, the Kings ransom that both uh, the Texans were given by the Browns and then what the uh, – Broncos gave Seattle. Uh, so would you, if you're the Houston Texans who have a lot of draft capital, they, a lot of it acquired from obviously the Browns uh, for the aforementioned Deshaun Watson, would you give up two and twelve this year first rounders 
and then a first-rounder next year uh, for Lamar Jackson. Those are our two poll questions. Would you, Chuck? Give me okay, first, answer both of those questions. I'll have Matt answer them as well. Then we're going to talk a little national championship game here in just a few moments. Uh, and wow. it's going to sicken me to uh, give all these kudos and that a boy and accolades to Georgia Bulldogs here in a few moments. Just because I, I, I think the jury's still out, you might have to go with uh, with Burrow and Taylor. Not Taylor's that great of a coach. He's okay, but I, mean, I think Burrow's one heck of a quarterback. So you, you may have to go with Burrow. You don't have to. Pick- you're just you're reaching trying to find one, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't got breach. I'm asking you right now. Okay, if okay, I say, yes, I take Burrow. How's that? You would take Burrow and Taylor right yeah. now. Okay, yeah. all right. So don't. Y'all, well, stay they with, happen to us. Stay with confidence, Chuck. Stay with confidence. Come on. Well, if you I feel sound, it, say it. If I sound confident, you're like, well, you just don't like. You don't like Jacksonville. You're anti. Well, you don't like Jacksonville. So I'm just. So Burrow has been to the Super Bowl, so he's got. That. Anybody else? Probably not. No. Okay. No. And no. Okay. And look, I'll say I forcefully no. And I would say this, that, yeah, look, I'm not going to jump on you for that because I, 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 too, like Joe Burrow. I think he's he's the goods, man. I mean, look, uh, we, we had the poll question recently. I said to Mahomes, would you trade Trevor for anybody else? And and, uh, and on your other question. The only guy I would consider would be Joe Burrow. And on your other question, no. If you're the Texans, you just got to roll with whoever. I, I'm guessing the Bears will take quarterback, I'm sure. They got David, you know, they got David Mills there. You take, who, you take whoever <laughs> – Whoever's not taken in that number one, whoever that team may be in the number one spot. Okay. So. All right. And do you think this, you know, last year we talked about Jags had number one pick and there wasn't really a quarterback out there with somebody to love with. I guess the, the class is obviously better this year, but there's not that there's not that generational franchise-like guy out there. There's one, there's guys like Bryce Young. You hope it's going to you be hope. a franchise quarterback. Yeah, I mean, not, it, you know what? Not all that confident. It, it's it's uh, again goes back to thank you, Frank Gore, right? I mean, uh, there just hasn't been, you know, outside look that Trevor year, dude. The Trevor year. I mean, it was um, there hasn't been, you know, that that slam dunk. Look, even Justin Herbert when he come out, remember the knock on him was he doesn't like football. Right. Remember, but he's obviously proven people wrong. He, he's the real deal, right? Uh, well, people didn't quite expect Joe Burrow to be what Joe Burrow was. I mean, although he had that great that great senior season or junior season, whatever it was at LSU. And I wonder and, what that means. What does that mean? He, he he doesn't really. He's not into it. He doesn't seem to care about football. I, remember, these are the same GMs who, after Johnny Manziel, wow, boy, he really wowed us. He answered all the questions, and this guy sure, is a winner. So, how do they hey, get look, this wrong? A, a lot of those things are said, I think, by teams that try to. That, that, that like players and they're hoping that, that they can create a little, some rumors and, and, and cause players to fall down boards, right? And maybe that was some of it. I don't know, but that was sort of the, the, the pre-draft, uh, you know, talk about uh, about Justin Herbert. Uh, but it, as, it, as we both have seen, he's one hell of a football as, player. As, as and we, it's going to be it's gonna be a big problem for the Jaguars this weekend. As we jump around the league, stay on our soapbox. So, I get Clint, Kip Clean's yeah, I can't talk tonight. Cliff Kingsbury was not that great of a coach. But, however, the Cardinals in the offseason before this season said, you know what, you're our guy. Here's an extension. How do teams change their mind that quickly? 
You know, you're our guy. Didn't he get like a seven-year suspension? How do you flip? Whoop, you're not our guy. You're fired. Why does he, I don't look. Why does he consistently and constantly just do this stupid extension stuff? For so what doesn't long? make sense to me? I mean, couldn't you tell last year going into this year, Kingsbury's probably not, not the guy. I didn't realize they gave him that type of an extension. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. Seven years? I, I heard of seven I years. I mean, maybe you're right. I don't know. All I know is this. Okay, I see I sometimes in college when you give guys extensions because you want to you want to be able to tell recruits, hey, this is this is our head coach moving forward or whatever. Uh, but I still don't agree with. But even so, I still don't agree with giving guys extensions when people are knocking down that coach's door. To hire them, right? I, I get it. You go give Kirby Smart an extension, you're damn right because they want him. Nick Saban, you're damn right they want him too. Right. Okay, I get that. Uh, I get it. But but uh, you know, in NFL, Bill Belichick, whomever, right? Na- name name the, the the great coach and sure, absolutely extend those guys for and give them whatever they want. But guys are just you know just okay. That's our coach. Okay, doesn't really create much excitement. He's he's uh, he's there. He's filling the position. Why in the hell do you extend a guy like that and give him a, give him a raise? Because again, no one's trying to hire him. Or if they have success, now we're going to the college game. Uh, Gene Chizik, you won a national championship. You think anybody? I think most people who are smart go, look. I don't expect Gene Chizik all of a sudden is going to turn into Nick Saban. So schools are not going to come jumping at him, but they turn around. They did. And order sure on. Yes, they sure you did. Yeah. You know, who's going to come get in? Or they were both. They were both dumb. You know, dumb and moves. I, I, but they made them. And I know they just these schools, leagues, whatever, basically print money now. I get that, and they always say, "Well, what are you worried about?" It's they do your, print money. It's not your money. Well, that's true. It's not my money. It just, it just, I just don't. It just befuddles me that the decisions that they, oh, God, that they make. Yeah, for for so many people that are supposedly so smart. They make so many dumb decisions. I'm with you on that. I am. I, I'm with you completely. Now, can I say one more thing? Sure I'm going to sure. flip around here. All right. And I know I'll, we'll probably put this to bed after this because the question will never be answered. But I've heard people getting on the Jags brass. How could you do this? Okay, Urban Meyer. It, it, I, it, it's interesting because people say Urban Meyer, worst coach in NFL yep. history. Mm-hmm. What a what a just what a disaster he was. That seems to be all true, but I don't understand it. We talked about this before on air and off the air. It's not like he was Jeff Saturday. If you told me you brought in Jeff Saturday and he failed, I'd be like, okay, it makes sense. He's never been a coach at a high level, just high school. Mm-hmm. But I can understand why you think Ermeyer would be successful, and so I don't blame the Jags at hiring. I, 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 I laugh at people say, well, how could Jacksonville have thought he was going to be anything but his dad? Well, well people and, that think that, look, it, look, obviously it's easy to, to second guess when you see things don't work, right? I mean, but uh, for every person that, uh, that thought Urban Meyer was, going, was not going to work, work out when he was hired, there was 10 that thought that he would work out, right? The majority of the people thought that he would, and it was it – was, the dude with attention to detail. He was structured. He was organized. He 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 built. He built. Uh, look, he went to Bowling Green, took them from nothing to something. Did that at Utah. Obviously, won national championships at Florida. Won one at Ohio State. Uh, had a proven track record of winning. And you know, supposedly, you know, 
uh, it wasn't supposed. The younger players, his college t- players loved him. I mean, I've given examples before of you know, a couple of players that I've met that played for Urban Meyer that, that, that said they'd run through a brick wall for him. But uh, he was an abject failure. I mean, look, but, but for people to say, oh, I've seen that coming, come on, man, really. There was a few. Now, there was a few that would say that. And I think they may have hoped that. I don't think yeah, they I don't think they, they knew that. And, right? And I mean, he, he rolled in. The, the big mistake was coming in and and trying to mesh and, and you know, gel a bunch of – he had this huge staff. I mean, he had like, you know, one – it's almost like, you know, one coach for two players. He had so many staff members, and there's a bunch of – it's college guys, ex-NFL guys, and it just didn't work. Right. It just didn't work. And it did work, and, and like I said, the, the question will never be answered. We'll never know. But it just, I guess it surprises me how bad it is. If you told me he came in and, yeah, I had a 500 record, wasn't that good, but to just be as disorganized and just the locker room just being a mess, I just, he yes, the NFL game is different than college. I get that. But he was a hell of a success, success in college. If, last, if you told me Jeff Saturday did this, I'd say, okay, it makes sense. But Urban Meyer had, you know, three schools. He Again, had a hell of a well, program. Like I said, he, How he does had, he not do? Look, he had four. Not three, four. Yeah. Bowling Green, Utah, True. Florida, Ohio State. He, he walked into situations. He flipped the script quickly in all four places. And in I'm all not four asking, places. I'm not asking you, wow, why did he win the Super Bowl? I'm asking you, how could he be just so totally disorganized? It just, I, it just, I, th- I you know, I think that. <laughs> What happened, in my opinion, was um, first, Shad Khan convinced him to come out of retirement and coach the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay? It was Shad's convincing of Urban Meyer to do the, hey, look, we've got the number one pick here. We've got Trevor Lawrence. Like, you know, you, you are all about structure, organization, organization, attention to detail. As Shad Khan, who followed the alumnus of Illinois University, um, or University of Illinois, or whatever, uh, hey, I've seen what, you, what, what, you're, what you've done and all of your stops. Man, Urban, I'll give you whatever you want. Checkbooks, the, the check's blank. You fill it in, as many zeros as you would like, come be our coach. He had to, he, he had to recruit Urban Meyer to come here. Right. So, so Urban, okay. You're gonna give me that much money? Yeah, I'll get I'll get some of my guys that my confidants that, that I've had around me for a long time. I'll bring them in. We'll get a few NFL guys that's done the NFL circuit. We'll put this all together. We've got Trevor Lawrence, and let's go win a let's go win a Super Bowl. It's not that damn easy. Duck Steve Spurrier, Washington. Hey, I'm gonna get all my former Gator assistant coaches. I'm gonna go bring in Danny Warford, Shane Matthews, or Chris Doring. Yes, sure. It's not that easy. It's, it's not, not that damn easy. It's not that easy. Okay? It's not that easy. that's what happened. But he's not that bad of a coach where it should have been that bad. Like, well, Spurrier's not that bad of a coach where it should have been that awful in Washington either. Right. Now, Spurrier wasn't good, but it wasn't a teetotal disaster. I get that, but my point is, is what you think you can come in and do this, and you realize, oh, well, that ain't it. That ain't it. And, and that's what happened. It was, it was just – it was a failure. And I guess what I think of it, okay, if Urban Meyer can't do it, how does anybody do it? Because to me, that guy's one heck of a coach, organized. And <laughs> he wasn't all in. Wasn't all in. He just wasn't all in. It, it just didn't work out. It just yeah. it just didn't work out. It's just, uh, That's and, simple. And last thing on that, but like we talked about before, I laugh at the people kind of matter of fact. Well, I knew he'd be terrible, just matter of factly. Like, well, he's an ass. 
I knew he no one knew. Yeah, no one knew. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get a break here. We're going to come back and talk uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, I promise, and then we're going to give them all the accolades yeah, that, 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 uh, that I can stand to give them. I hate them. I told you I'm moving to Alaska. I'm looking for real estate down Anchorage. Uh, because I'm moving, I can't take the Georgia fans. It's, it's been it's been brutal their the last run, couple of days. The run might be over, and I'll tell you what. You think the run's over? Yes. Okay. All right. You know what, Chuck? I usually for don't. One ho- reason. I usually don't hope you're right. For one reason. I hope we come back and you give me a reason that, that's worth a damn, and then you are correct. I'm afraid you're wrong. Uh, we'll come back and discuss that more. Talk the poll questions. Jags, Chargers this weekend. Uh, let's paint this town, baby. Let's go, Jags. That and more after this from Dick Swings in the North Side on 10 to XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. You know, Chuck and Matt, you know, back in the day, you know, back in the 90s and mid 2000s, you know, uh, we did this in Gainesville. We Party like rock stars. We did. That's what we did. We partied like rock stars. This is the music that brought us back in. That doesn't happen anymore in Gainesville. Damn sure happens in Athens, though. Have you either one of you guys heard the leaked pregame, like two minute piece of audio that Kirby Smart? gave his Georgia team? Have he, either one of you guys heard that? I listened to I it on Twitter. It. Yep, man. Ooh, that, you know, I want that guy to be my coach. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the that's it just. I mean, we we obviously couldn't play it on the air. Um, I mean, I, I want to say that that if he if he said he if he said like three hundred three hundred eighty six words, about three hundred twenty four cuss words. Kirby. Huh? Kirby? Kirby, yes. He cussed. What do you mean, Kirby? Like, you think he's some, you think he, what do you think? Really? You know, he's surprised that Kirby Smart cussed like a sailor? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's. Matt, that doesn't surprise you, does it? But you're saying most words were curse words. Matt, would would you agree that? About 75% of the words he rolled out were cuss words. Oh, 100%. That feels like any leaked okay. video I've ever heard of Kirby is is nothing but cuss words. That's what it is. I heard some good discussion. So if Kirby were not a football coach, what do you think he would be? And so I was saying, he looks like somebody would be selling, like, fence or something. He'd be I selling got, tires. I got your chain link fence. He'd be selling tires, a, a discount tire. <laughs> he would. Okay, he would. Tires. He would. I mean, you just. Oh, my gosh. So let's talk about this Georgia football team for a minute. In this dynasty that Kirby Smart and the the Georgia Bulldogs have rolling right now. Um, Not happy about it, obviously. I hate them. I I hate them with a passion, and I get it. I understand how the Georgia fans felt in the 90s and and the years under Urban Meyer. You knew that Florida was better, and you just hoped you might win a game here or there. That's where – the University of Florida is right now. There's the recruiting issues going on down there. The the uh, uh, AU, you got a crap uh, AD, you know, who's on the hills, another crap AD. You know, Jeremy Foley didn't care about Florida football, okay? Uh, I'm, I'm worried now that, that our, our AD now, I mean, he, my gosh, I mean, doesn't care. It, hey, let's be a top five university. Let's let's pour money and all these other sports. 
Who gives a damn about the other sports? Remember, remember a couple of years ago, Dan Mullen goes out top five university shirt? Who cares? Who cares about that? Anybody? Is anybody listening care? Do you care, Chuck? Matt, do you care? No. I mean, my goodness. Uh, hey, A.D. Strickland, do something productive. Has he done anything productive in Gainesville at all? What, what's A.D. Strickland done that you would say, wow, that's, what a great job. He covered up a, a sex scandal in, in, the, in two sports in well, Gainesville. You thought he hired one heck of a football coach, so. I hope he did. But well. Got to give credit for that. Baseball. We hired a basketball coach on a Zoom call, Todd Golden. Although he's now won back-to-back games. Yeah, you know? they beat Could you imagine if we went and picked Todd Golden up to go run the bars? Hey, Todd, make sure you bring your ID with you, right? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say that? Would you say Matt, that? wouldn't you have to? Wouldn't he have to bring his ID with him? Oh, one hundred percent. He looks think? like absolutely. I mean, he he looks younger than me, and I'm but pretty they young. Last night, right? They did win last night, Good two people. in a row. Hmm? We're talking about Georgia now. Georgia has a dynasty. They do. Tell us real quick, Chuck, why you think it's, that that's not true. The one oh, saving grace. It's, it's over. over. It's all over. What happened, Chuck? People listening heard. Yeah, David Pollock, as they say, he done made Nick Saban bad. He did. The other night he was talking, and he, did you hear that? He said, well, while Saban's there on the set, David Pollock said, well, Georgia's the new king of college football. Do you think Saban was probably seething? Oh, like, you know that he was. I will show so, like they said, Saban's probably going to work 20 hours a day now. And he'll, he'll play that for his team on a regular basis. Yeah. But, but I'll say this. But you know, for right now, it's true. But for right now, it's true. But I'll say this. Um, it's Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State, and then a large gulf between them and everybody else. Is that, would you even put Ohio State? Would you even? Oh, absolutely. Them? You would love them now? You're damn right I would. They got they got as many five stars Alabama and more than Georgia has on the roster. You're damn right I well, would. Well, they might, but. Would, I, yes, I, I mean, look, they, they had Georgia beat. The they had them beat. They, they had yeah. Georgia beat the entire game. And I'll tell you what, uh, Ryan Day, uh, I don't think I've heard anybody mention this, but. That short-term pain for a hopeful long-term gain for him? If Marvin Harrison Jr. is inserted back in that football game against Georgia, they beat the Bulldogs that night. They beat them with no problem, in my opinion. They beat them. Uh, They couldn't stop him. Uh, And then now you have two receivers that that secondary couldn't stop. Remember, LSU threw for 500-plus yards against them. But Ryan Day... He gets concussed, does Harrison Jr. They take his helmet from him. He wants to go back in again. Nope, he can't go back in. But that, to me, man, that's a wow. Uh, so moving forward, when it comes to recruiting, Ryan Day sits in front of moms and dads and, look, you know what? And, and, and he, he gives them that example. Look, I, I'm going to take care of your son. You know, a lot of these people that are about win, 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 win. Yeah, we want to win. But that comes that doesn't come at the expense of the safety of our players. He held him out when if he, he wanted and there's there's no tent. You don't go into a damn blue tent. You don't have some independent doctor that's gonna clear you. You can roll him back out there, no questions asked in college football, no problem. But they do have a tent, but you're saying it's not a doctor. Yeah, there's yeah, they, they can you have a tent. they can roll him back out there. Roll him back out. So they don't, wait, wait, wait. You tell me they don't have a doctor has to clear. There's no independent doctor like there's in the NFL. He can say he's he's good. He can go out. He, he can. So, so and he can roll him back out. And he, and he didn't. So moving forward, 
that's going to that's going to benefit Ryan Day in Ohio State in recruiting. But so, so let me ask you: if you're Ohio State, or if you've been Ohio State, or if this happened in Florida, would you be like, "Great job, Ryan Day"? Would you have been fine with that? What do you think the fans think about this? Um, we're running a business here, you know. I mean, I want to win, obviously, but I mean, okay, right. I'm but but my point is. Kudos to Ryan Day, right? And, and moving forward, when it comes to recruiting, that's a feather in his cap when he's talking to these families when, as far as entrusting him and that staff to take care of their sons for the next three, four, slash five years, whatever the number of years are, right? Yeah. So it's a big deal. So, But now moving to as far as – Now, one more thing, one more thing. Go ahead. I won't – I better – Pete Prisco – Pete Prisco better be giving Ryan Day accolades because, you know, with Prisco, I like Prisco, but, you know, Prisco, it's all about the, getting to the league. You know, Prisco thinks if you're a recruit, you should maybe sit out your – after high school, sit out your first three years and just wait for the NFL so you don't get hurt. You know, he was making some comments on Twitter the other night about the players in the national championship game, you know, protect yourself, yeah. you know, get out of this game. So. Well, <laughs> think about the buy-in, and, and that's what makes – Look, that's what makes Ohio State, the Alabamas, and the Georgia of the world so great right now, and they have such a leg up on everybody else. They, they're recruiting the best. So here's the difference, man, okay? So this whole the NIL world, what you have here is Kirby Smart says, hey, Nick Davis, Ryan, they says, hey, look, guys, um, you can take – you can take a Miami or, or Texas A&M, all this money, um, and, and go there. Uh, or, and you can, you, for that matter, look, in Florida, Florida State, they're, they're, I think Florida, Florida State, say, say uh, Clemson, Tennessee, um, all those guys sort of have about the same amount of money, right? Then you have a couple of universities like Miami and Texas A&M that have tons of money. Well, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State said, look, man, yeah, you can go and take the huge dollars that, at some of these other universities, but guess what? You come here, you get um, – you, you, you compete against the best every practice. There's scouts all over our campus uh, checking you guys out. You're going to get developed, and you, t- you can take a, a little less money now, but – we send guys into the league, and you make far more money later. That's what those universities can say, and, and they had the proven track record. Okay, They don't have that anywhere else, anywhere else. And that's where the Kirby Smarts of the world, they win. The Nick Saban, they win. Ryan Day, they win. That, that's what they do. So schools like A&M and Miami, they're going to buy these classes, right? Well, there's going to be turmoil. It's going to be chaotic locker rooms. Oh, you heard in Tennessee, Hendon Hooker and, the, and uh, uh, Jerry Banks got into a fight over NIL money. Jerry Banks got he got suspended, didn't make, it, didn't make the trip to South Carolina to play uh, the Gamecocks, and then the defense laid down. I mean, I'm telling you, there's so much fighting and chaos that goes on in some of the universities and these locker rooms when it comes to NIL money. Well, you know, but they don't have to worry about that stuff at the big boy schools because they all buy in. Think about buying in. Think about 
Alabama. They played a meaningless damn bowl game against Kansas State, and all these guys play. Why? Because Nick Saban. It's because of Nick Saban and that program. Hell, even at Georgia, right? They all played. I mean, I get it for the national championship game. They don't have to, right? But they're all bought in, man, and and that's the difference. And then you look at depth. Like at at one point in that game the other night, right, when you look at – the, you know, that Georgia defensive line, okay, and then you, you go up and TCU rolls out, and, and they the majority of the TCU big-time players well, were a bunch of portal guys, right, special portal players. So then on defense, okay, so Jalen Carter rolls out and Zion Logue and Mikael Williams, they'll roll out. Then you bring in uh, uh, Wolfauer, Stackhouse, and Brinson. They just, they just come in in waves. Yeah, you got a bunch of upperclassmen, they roll out, they bring the underclassmen, and they don't miss a beat. And then you got these TCU defensive offensive linemen that have been going toe to toe all game long, and then they just can't handle that, man. It's just Georgia has a rolling, and it's not stopping anytime soon. So, yes, we may think, yeah. so we'll break. Then when we come back, I'll give you my thoughts on their quarterback and one of Stetson Bennett. And I think the dude has a chance to, to hang around the league for a while. I'll tell you why when we come back from Dick Swing's Dinner Side on 10 to XL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Compton Company. Coming to you from Dick Swing's the North Side. Flip mine is over. 7 to 9 o'clock. So we're still here for another hour. Uh, 641-1010, text line, phone line, uh, Twitterverse as well. Questions to get out there are these. Um, outside of Mahomes and Reed, uh, would you trade um, Doug Peterson and uh, Trevor Lawrence for any other quarterback, coach, duo in the league? And then if you were the Houston Texans, uh, would you trade – Two and twelve this year in your first round or next year for a disgruntled Lamar Jackson. He's represented himself, by the way. He he needs an agent, man, to to guide him and, and to help negotiate a contract. In my opinion, with the Baltimore Ravens. What's I wonder what's hold up? He not want to give an agent the what is it? How much do they get? Three percent, I'm guessing. Yeah, three percent on average. So I believe. Give that agent 3%. I mean, I, mean, I don't know, man. What the deal is uh, so, so we're. Uh, the Jacks Chargers on Saturday night at eight fifteen at the bank. Uh, Mike Williams still day to day out of practice with a uh, they call it a back contusion, uh, but uh, the full participants Joey Bosa back at practice with a groin, Bryce Callahan with a groin, fullback Xander Horvath with an ankle, linebacker Kent Murray with a neck. Uh, so they're they're all uh, practicing today. Uh, Sean Payton has talked to a, a quite a few NFL teams, including the Cardinals, the Broncos, and others. Uh, so a bunch of leverage he's going to have. He'll make $15 million a year uh, with wherever he goes next. Uh, will it be – I mean, could it be uh, – could it be Vegas? Right? Uh, uh, as, well, uh, could it be Miami? The game will get fired at this Could it be Arizona? Could it be Houston? I mean, who knows? I mean, look, could it, could it be Dallas? I know, I know Jerry Jones Denver. shot it down. Could it be Denver? That's what I brought before. I said, yeah. you know, Jerry Jones, if they don't get it in the Super Bowl, 
Can you see him firing McCarthy? And, yeah. He shot that. There was a rumor going into the, into the season if they if they'd make an appearance in the NFC title game that uh, that McCarthy would get fired, but. He was on 105.3, the fan in Dallas. Jerry Jones was a couple of days ago in his weekly appearance. He goes, no, he goes, uh, the wild card game will have no bearing on the future of one Mike McCarthy. Um, you know, you can, you can love Jerry Jones. You can hate Jerry Jones, but they got to get credit. He goes on the radio, and he puts it out there. He damn right he does. I love Most Jerry owners, Jones. You, you don't hear from him. You don't, yeah, you don't. You can't get any kind of questions with him, but he's at, he puts it out there. Like, I give him credit for that. I mean, look at him. Oh, and yeah, Dan, no. Dan, Dan, and, and, Dan Snyder can't talk in public, and Jerry Jones goes on a darn radio show every week. And, and, and you know what? With all the that stuff. wants to do it. And you know what else, too? <laughs> hey, look, and, and with all the stuff happening in the NFL, all the stuff, you know, the, the kneeling and all that stuff, Jerry Jones said, nope, you're a Dallas Cowboy, you're standing up. Hand over your heart, we're not putting up that nonsense. But then he's had some. You know, he's had some things go with the organization, and personally, he still goes out there. He does. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. Jerry Jones is a man's man, dude. He is. Uh, you know what? Say what you want to about him. I mean, he's he's had look. He's he's been found in bathroom stalls with strippers. I mean, he's he's done all kinds of things, right? But he, uh, like you said, he'll do a weekly appearance on a on a radio show. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Jerry Jones, dang it. All right, so poll question, we just threw him out there. So where do the fans stand and we're all, or the listeners stand? We're also going to talk a little uh, uh, Georgia Bulldog quarterback here and Stetson Bennett here in just a minute. So what do you got for us there, Matty Ice? Well, the, uh, the fans have some strong opinions out there tonight. Let's go to our first poll question okay. that we put out there. And, again, you can vote at 1010XL on Twitter. Besides Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, is there another quarterback or coach combo that you would trade Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence for? 90% of the audience says no, so they tend to agree with you there, Ron. They're smart. They're smart. Well, I think if so they're saying they think Lawrence, because the coach does matter. but The coach matters a lot. Eh. What do yeah. you think? He won a damn Super Bowl with a journeyman quarterback and beat the GOAT. But if you think Joe Burrow is a better quarterback, you got to roll with who you think the better quarterback it's, is. It's, look, it's 50-50. So, okay, what if I gave you hypothetically, you could have Doug Peterson and Justin Fields, or you could have, you could have Burrow and uh, and uh, Spitzanis, Coach. Who are you going to take? I'm saying it's well, you got to go with the better quarterback. Apples and oranges. You got to go with the well, but there's no, no compare. It is, it is because Justin Fields isn't even the same stratosphere. He's not even close. That's what to I'm saying. You go with the player. You go with who you think the better quarterback. Yeah, yeah. To me, the coach is not. Yes, but but the coach but is the not. difference between Joe exactly. Burrow and Trevor Lawrence is it's marginal. It's not like it's head and shoulders. You're talking head and shoulders, well, Burrow and Justin it. Fields. The coach should matter. The coach who should matter. Look, is. if no, that's incorrect. Look, I would take. Mm. Oh, if you Chuck. think Joe, it, look, if Joe quit being dumb, I'm Chuck. not being dumb. You're being dumb. If you think Joe Burrow is better than Trevor Lawrence and Jeff but Saturday's we're not sure Burrow's that he coach, is. And Jeff and Jeff Saturday's Burrow's coach, you take Burrow. But Saturday we're not sure that he, but we're not sure that he is. That's my point. It's okay. Look, when you put when you put Lawrence, you put Lawrence and Burrow side by side, and you have 32 GMs. Who would you rather have? It's a toss-up. 
It's not a toss-up when you put Burrow against Fields or Lawrence against Fields. That that's the difference. So yes, it it does matter. The coach does matter no, it when it's close. I, okay, I'm not my, saying okay. Burrow's bad. I'm saying whoever you think the better quarterback. This coach, but okay, listen. The coach should not matter in this equation. It does. It does because when you've got quarterbacks that are comparable, would you ever have the uh, coach that's a Super Bowl winning coach? Then he did it with a bunch of with with rusted uh, nuts and bolts. Would you ever have that guy or a guy that hasn't won a Super Bowl? If the, if the player, if the quarterbacks are comparable, and it's a flip of a coin of which quarterback you'd rather have, would you rather have the great coach or the coach that you don't, you're not sure yet? I'm saying when I when I answer your poll question, I'm only considering the quarterback. I don't give a damn about the That's coach. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. I don't That's give a damn, damn about ridiculous. the coach. The if dumbest you, thing I've heard so, in the last five minutes from you. If you had. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Doesn't matter. Your argument doesn't hold water, Chuck. No, what matters is argument hold water in this context. I think the coach is huge in, yeah, in this no. type of situation. Okay, let's say you had. Let's say the two. I was going to. Who would you rather? Let's say you asked me, who would you my rather have? Goodness. Would you rather have? Oh my. Gosh. Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, that combination, mm-hmm. or would you rather have Andy Reid, Geno Smith? I would say Trevor Lawrence because much better than Geno Smith. Because, yes, because he's much better. But we just said, damn it, Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence was her neck and neck. Yes. You're so being so stupid. Well, okay, we're moving on. I, 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 can't, I can't do Here, this. Here's all how I would – if I think helps. Matter, all I'm saying is when you look at – you should only look at the quarterback. I don't care about the – this question should have been – do you That's want dumb. Lawrence or do you want anybody else, quarterback? That's coach dumb. should have even had nothing to do with the it. The coach doesn't matter. No, it doesn't Hell, matter. So you, should, you can go coach because the You coach, can go coach. coach Chuck Kelly wants to go coach the, the Jaguars. Yes, the be coach be successful to Doug Peterson, right? But if will, right? you got that franchise quarterback, you got it made. So you're telling me – okay, so you're telling me right now, right now, Chuck, that you can go coach the bleeping Jacksonville Jaguars and you'll be as successful as Doug Peterson will – is the head coach. No, but a coach could. Look, uh, what could Urban Meyer? I, I don't know. Exactly. There's my point. Then shut up. It's, it's, so, case closed, Chuck. Would I rather have, and I'm going to say one more thing, I'll make my point, and we'll get You have no this. point to make. If you it. said, Katie B said, okay, Chuck, would you want the combination <laughs> of. Oh, my God. Would you want the combination of oh. Trevor Lawrence and Jeff Saturday? I, look, you've got your quarterback. I don't care who the coach is. Look, uh, if, if Jeff Saturday was coached to Chiefs, Mahomes would be cruising right along Man, with no problem. Do you think Mahomes would suck if Jeff Saturday was the mm, Chiefs coach? I think the offense would look definitely different. There is no uh, doubt about that. It's the it's the Jimmy's and Joe's, not the X's. There's a lot of X's and O's that are involved. Okay. You say, okay, look, Chuck, let's go back to the, the Super Bowl in 2017 slash 2018. All right. Um, I don't know, Chuck. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl without a thousand-yard receiver, without a thousand-yard rusher, with a journeyman quarterback, and we, we went through the stats last week with Nick Foles, uh, the guys that beat him out. Uh, what he hasn't done in the National Football never he never won a he never won a game in Jacksonville, but got eighty-eight million dollars. Doug Peterson 
won a Super Bowl with that guy and be, the, by most accounts, the greatest coach and the greatest quarterback in NFL history. And you're sitting here telling us that the coach doesn't matter? That's stupid. It doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It doesn't matter. If you got a choice between the two, you take the quarterback over the coach. So you're telling me that having Trevor Lawrence here in Jacksonville, Doug Peterson is deemed irrelevant. He doesn't matter. I would say irrelevant. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Hey, Matt, it doesn't matter. Hey, Matt, you and I and Chuck, Look, we'll, Trevor, go, we'll go coach. If Trevor Lawrence We is, can go coach the Jaguars. What that's, you that's right. Let's go. Be, you can bring in Jeff Saturday. Rich Coach, uh, right. he'll I, be fine. I'll tell you this. I'll agree Whew. with Chuck to this extent that the quarterback <laughs> the quarterback has a little more weight than the coach for sure. Sure he does. Sure he does. With 100%. And we yeah, all agree to that point. But it, I mean, look, but, look, the Dallas Cowboys with Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, and Michael Urban won a Super Bowl with Barry Switzer. Absolutely. I get it. Sure. So sure. there's there's no doubt about that, but we can't sleep on the fact that, I mean, just like you just mentioned, Urban Meyer last year, Doug Peterson this year, coaching uh, absolutely matters. And you know what, Shad Khan? You should send a Christmas card, a birthday card, a whatever card to Byron Lethwich for telling you that, hey, if you want me, you got to hire Adrian Wilson as a general manager and fire Trent Baalke. Because had uh, he not done that and just agreed to be the head coach, he'd be the head coach right now, and it wouldn't be Doug Peterson. Then what do you think? I mean, think about that for a minute. What do you think their record would be right now? I mean, there's no way to know for sure, but just an opinion. Five and twelve. Five and twelve. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm telling you, I don't. Man, a generational quarterback here. What's going on? We do have one. Okay. Well, then it'd be better than five and twelve. Well, what would, most people thought this year was a generational quarterback, maybe 6-11. and 11. Yeah. But Doug Peterson is a difference maker as a head coach. I'm just – I guess Again, I, I, mean, I just go back to they had nothing, man. They had nothing. Uh, I mean, uh, seriously, they, they – uh, I mean, in Philadelphia, yes, they did it with average receivers, a German quarterback, Average running backs and a good tight end in Zach Ertz. That's what they won a Super Bowl with, and he beat the greatest head coach and quarterback in NFL history. So I'll say, but that, but he doesn't matter. I'll ask one more question. We'll, we'll, Go ahead, we'll sure. So that's one more. As a Jags fan, you're in charge of the Jags, and you can have Trevor Lawrence, and, and your coach has to be Jeff Saturday, or <laughs> or or. Yeah. Andy Reid says, guess what? I'll, I want to come to Jacksonville right now, but you know what? I'm bringing Geno Smith with me. Who are you taking? I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. Okay, ding, 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 ding. I, no. won. I won. No, you didn't win. Matters. No. But the, the, question was, the question was, if you've got two quarterbacks and it was Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow, uh, would the coach matter? It does when the quarterbacks are very similar. When you when you when it's a flip of a coin between which quarterback would you take, you're telling me that head coach doesn't matter. It does if you got one guy that's considered way up here or one guy that just Saturday that's down there. The other poll question, uh, roll that one as well. There. Uh, Magic Matt Yeah, the second one we put out there, uh, maybe not quite as juicy a uh, conversation as this one, but this is going to spark a lot of controversy, too. Uh, if you were the GM of the Houston Texans, would you trade the number two and number 12 pick in this year's drafts, which is what they have right now, and your first round pick 
for Lamar Jackson. So your first round pick next year for Lamar Jackson. So we're talking three first three round one. picks. Yep. Would you trade that if you're the Houston Texans for Lamar Jackson? 66% of the audience says no, only 34% going with yes. So we have some comments too as well, right? They're uh Matt. We do have a few comments. So Tom on Twitter says no because he wants fifty million a year. Uh BP on Twitter says yes, but only because it would help the Jaguars. <laughs> so really, it's no. <laughs> so really, it's no. Okay, uh, I like it. That's fine. I like it. And like uh, it. of course, at nine oh four and more, uh, he tends to lean more with the Lamar Jackson camp and says, "Well, he's a former MVP, hundred twenty five touchdowns, thirteen thousand total yards." Uh, he says, "Plus, he just turned twenty six. I don't want to. I don't know what I'm missing. Of course, I would say trade for him." Uh, you know, this is what I would say is. Uh, Look, Lamar Jackson has multiple perfect QB rating games. You know that? He's had like... The 158.3 or... Yeah, 158.3. perfect QB... He's got a couple of them. Really? He's got two. I thought Kurt Belzer one had a perfect quarterback that, rating. No, no, no. Aaron Rodgers has one. Uh, no, there's multiple 158.3s in the history of the National Football League. But here's what I'll say, though. Uh, I would not uh, make the trade if I were the Texans. But here, here's why. Because, look... The style of play, man, his body's going to wear down. Like Cam Newton's body wore down. It's like Josh Allen's body's going to wear down. With that bruising style of play, and Lamar Jackson isn't this huge dude, man. Um, and he's not an accurate passer of the football. And I just said that he had a perfect QB rating. But they were like 15 of 17, 16 of 19, right? Uh, check down, tied into Mark Andrews. It's funny you can throw an incomplete pass and still get a perfect quarterback rating. That, yep. just, that, 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 that just doesn't seem to make sense, but anyway. But, just, uh, but no, look, I think Lamar Jackson's a nice player, but I, I think that um, his best days are behind him. I do. He's 26. He's 26, I do. I do. Now, okay, now the other side of that coin, though, is this. Um, yes, Mark Andrews is there, but – we always talk about, you know, you need a guy, right? You need if you if you want to, you know, you're you're, you know, what goes in sync with the stud quarterback is that number one receiver that wouldn't doubt throw this guy. Yeah, he had Hollywood Brown, but to me, he he was just a guy. Um, so Lamar Jackson has never been gifted a true number one wide receiver. He hasn't had one. So what happens if he gets one of those guys? I don't know. Um, but I, I am a little, you know, skeptical of of him moving forward. Now, see, the, the, the Ravens just ain't Raquan Smith a five-year extension, which means, guess what? They can use a franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. And I think that's what they'll do. They'll, they'll franchise him. All right, Lamar, you play next year for whatever the franchise tag number is, or you don't get paid. Uh, the rumor is right now there's some rumors that he's not playing right now and he could because he's unhappy with his with the uh, his lack of. Well, here's my question about that. He should hire an agent, right? Uh, he should hire that. an agent to get to direct him. So. My question about that is, I think the consensus is or the thought is, Ravens are not going to give him a contract because maybe they totally don't believe in him. So if you don't believe in him, why are you franchise tagging? Because you don't believe in him, don't you have to kind of move along and? Go with your next move. You're kind of doing the Kirk Cousins thing. You're just kind of kicking the kicking the can down the road. No, I, I get that. No, I see. I see that. Um, but if I were the Ravens, I would invest in a legit number one wide receiver if they can find them one. 
Uh, you still have Mark Andrews. And then make him prove it. Hey, Lamar, stay healthy a year. Show us you can become a better passer in, 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 the, in, the, in the off season. Go work on your pass and become more of an accurate passer if you can. Yeah, if he doesn't, then do it. He takes off. He doesn't, then do it. Right? I mean, that that was like I remember uh, after the the uh, the '07 season when the Jaguars. And I got a little question for you when we come back about uh, playoffs and Jaguars related. See how good you are. Uh, After the '07 after the '07 season, I remember doing a show at the Orange Park Mall Football Fanatics, and they had just extended. Gerard and uh, and Jack Del Rio. I'm like, what are you doing that for? No one's <laughs> no one's, no one's knocking down Del Rio's door. Yeah. It may it look, and that, that was because remember Quinn Gray was making more money than David Gerard was at the time. I'm like, I get that. So give him an incentive an incentive laden deal. Make him do it one more year. If he does it in a, another year, then extend him. They gave him, I think it was five for 50, extended Del Rio, and obviously we've seen what happened. There was never a reason to do that. Never, ever, 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 ever. So same thing here. Don't extend him yet. Look, franchise him. Make him prove to you I can stay healthy. Uh, I, I can become a more accurate passer. I'm a little worried that little sidearm, little flick of the, of the wrist, and that ball tails, has that natural tail on him. Um and get him that you know, get him a number one wide receiver if you can find him one, um, and see what he can do, right? And, and look, and if he can prove that he can, well then extend him. All right, we'll step aside for a break. We'll come back, uh, talk more sports with you as we broadcast you from Big Swings, the North Side. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Dick Swings on the North Side, Chuck Elliott. Magic Matt LeVay, Ron Compton here, coming to you from Dick Swing. The North Side on our final Wednesday night for a while. We'll be moving our show to Saturday from 12, 12 to 2. Well, not like a.m., but p.m., 12 to 2 the afternoon, starting a week from Saturday, unless the Jags are playing the following Saturday. So, a uh, little business. We'll roll out there. Um, Hear the music. We're going to pick some games. Boy, oh boy, man. This weekend, absolutely can't wait. Every game, Chuck and Matt, three matches. Rematches. Fifth, the fifth time since the merger this has happened. So, check how, how did we do last week? Where uh, are the records? I did the, I did the best. Did you really? Three and three. You two went two and four. Okay. So, right now, i got a one-game lead over you. 53 wins. You have 52 at bat. You're hanging around close with 50. So, uh, All right, let's go. I don't know what to do next week. You might have to call in or we have to get to our producer, whomever that may be, to pick in, to pick in your Matt, order. you have to call in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got three more weeks of this. I'd be Matt's down for that. In. Let's do it. Okay. Let's make so it happen. First, first, we got the Seahawks at San Fran. San Fran by nine and a half. What says Matt LeVay? You know what? I think the 49ers are obviously significantly better, but I think the uh, the Seahawks keep this within a touchdown. Give me Seattle to cover. Oh, uh, that's a lot of points for playoff game. Uh, San Fran. Well, they played twice, obviously, this year. Third time will it be the charm for Seattle because they, were lost, they lost 27-7, 21-13 both weeks. Defense, the Niners shut down Seattle. Uh, Geno Smith has uh, had a charmed uh, season, but boy, oh boy, the last few weeks, 
hasn't been so good. Here's a stat for you. The only thing that might work in Seattle's favor is the fact that rookie quarterbacks tend to struggle in the playoffs, going 9-18 since 1983. And Brock Purdy's been outstanding. Mr. Irrelevant has been far from irrelevant. Um, I'll take Seattle on the point. All that I just said, they you know, I'll, I'll take yeah. Seattle on the point. Next we got uh, Dolphins. Miami mm. and Buffalo. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Miami made the playoffs, but as I think I told you when we were talking yesterday, it's just Miami, I, back to where we were, just a middling team. You know they're going to get their doors blown off. At Buffalo, Buffalo favored by 13. I'm going to go first. Ah, Got to go with Buffalo. I mean, uh, you don't want to be a homer here, huh? I want to be a homer. Why should I be a homer? Skyler Thompson, why should I be a homer? Give me Skyler. Give me a reason. Oh. Although, they, they had this, look, like I think I told you last night we were talking, they had to struggle to beat the Jets in a field goal. Nine to battle. six, right? Was it nine to six? Well, eleven to six. Oh, that's why the safe. That's right. So safe. they won a battle field goals against the sorry ass Jets. But what makes me think they can do anything? Big, hey, speaking of that, we'll, we'll get to it, Lynn. So, all right, give me Buffalo. Who you got, Matt? You know, I think this is going to be a bloodbath. Give me Buffalo to cover. <laughs> I'm going to pull for the Dolphins for obvious reasons. I'd love to see the Jaguars not have to face <laughs> if they win Saturday. Uh, the Chiefs. Yeah, I think Buffalo's going to beat the hell out of Miami, so give me Buffalo to roll. Yep, 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 yep. Next we got the kind of – So, I guess not one of us has trust in Skylar Thompson. Huh? Okay. No. Just wondering. Not not against Buffalo. That's a no from me. Against the Texans, maybe? Against Buffalo? Mm. No. All right. Interesting game. Minnesota. The Giants at Minnesota. This is is weird. Minnesota by three. I mean, Minnesota – they're kind of like Miami. In fact, you know they're going to make the playoffs, but when they get there, they're not going to do a damn thing. But then the Giants are not that good either, so which way do you go? Remember on Christmas Eve, that 61-yard field goal that Greg, that Greg Joseph made, right? Yeah. Uh, to, to win that game. Um, look, uh, on for skull on forever. Uh, I'll take the Vikings. Now, look, I don't trust the Giants. I don't trust the Vikings, but it's in Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to get a friend of big Minnesota fans, so just for him, I'm going to take the yeah, Vikings. Neither one's very you good. like that, give me you like that. Neither Kirk one's Cousins. very good. Give me, but give me the Vikings at home. I got to agree with both of you here. I think the Giants are going to be exposed. Not that I think the Vikings are going to go deep in these playoffs, but they're going to take care of business. Give me the Vikings to, to cover that spread. All right, next we have, this is a Sunday night game, and side note on this, I told you I was surprised Jacksonville was a Saturday night game. I'm absolutely shocked that Dallas Tampa is not the Sunday night game. You would think the Cowboys and Brady's possible last game was not the Sunday night primetime game? Are you kidding? It'll be Brady's last game in Tampa. It won't be his last well, game. Well, prob- yeah, you're probably right, but you never know. You get so here, here's a good poll question. Will, will Brady know. be in Las Vegas or Miami next year? Uh, good question. So, it's Baltimore and Cincinnati. I guess they're assuming Jackson is a play against Cincinnati by eight and a half. We got no no Hunt, no Tyler Huntley, no Lamar Jackson. We got Anthony Brown. Hell, I thought Anthony Brown was a defensive back for the Dallas Cowboys, and he was, by the way, and he is. Yeah. I didn't realize it was an Anthony Brown playing quarterback in the National Football League. <laughs> Based on all of that, give me, give me the Bengals and, and Joe Burrow and – Zach Taylor, which would be your, which you take those two over, Trevor and Doug Peterson. Because the quarterback. So, because you said that, I'm going to take the Bengals. The quarterback is better. Because all, you said that, I'm taking the, the Bengals. Give me the Bengals. Yeah. Okay, you have that. Yeah, I'm going to have to take the Bengals in this one as well. Lock it down for me. 
A lot of same picks this week. Not same picks, but same picks. Yeah. They're not same, but they're same. Next we go to Monday night. The Cowboys at the Bucks. Mm. The, the Cowboys by two and a half. What in the world? Yeah, I'm going to go first. What have we... Well, you know who you're picking, so you don't need to ask. I'm going to talk uh, about it. I, I'm going to say Dallas. I, I think Dallas is the better team. Uh, give, me, give me the Cowboys to cover that two and a half. I 100% believe the Cowboys are the much better team, but on this night, Uh-oh. I'm feeling a little buck <laughs> fever. Yeah. Give me the I bucks. Get it. Hope you're right. I get it. And I understand. I sure. Right. I hope you're look, right. Look, Matt, I understand. And if I were not a you know, staunch fan of the Dallas Cowboys, I would probably go in your direction because, look, really? I'll watch. Yeah. If, look, I'll watch, look, I'll watch the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday, and I swear to you, I thought that I was watching like the 1989 Dallas Cowboys. They went, they they played against the Washington Redskins slash football team slash Commanders with the worst mascot in NFL history. Okay, Tuddy. I've never heard of Tuddy. It's just terrible. It's the worst. It's the worst. Yes, I have heard that. Yeah, it's the worst mascot in the history of sports. Okay, I'd have to think about that. It's terrible. Terrible, terrible, but I watched them just beat the hell out of the Dallas Cowboys. You and I, I thought it was the 85 Bears playing defense over there. I mean, it was terrible. Dak Prescott threw for like 120 yards. He was like 11 30, 33 11 or whatever the hell it was. It was awful. But it was awful. But do you think that game has any bearing on how they're going to I'm play? hoping like hell that they realize we were a wild card team and we're getting ready for the Buccaneers. Yeah. I'm hoping like hell that's what it was. So give me Dak Prescott, give me Pollard, give me CeeDee Lamb, give me Zeke Elliott, give me all those guys, and give me Micah Parsons to make a damn play and take Brady's knees out. Give me oh, the God. Dallas Cowboys. Don't do that. All right, so we know we're going next Saturday night, which I'm not shocked. Saturday night, baby. The Chargers at the Jags, of course, and... The, the Chargers by two. This is easy. Easy money. This easy money. Chargers. Jack Elliott. I'm not going to say it's not going to be a blowout, but I think the Chargers win this game by seven. So give me the Chargers. Go ahead, Matt. You know I love my Jaguars. I think uh-huh. this is going to be a battle for the ages, but I think that I just think that the Chargers find a way to win this ball game. Give me Los Angeles. Y'all are such party poopers. A battle for the ages. Really? Wow. You guys are such party poopers. You know, I'll say this now. Bear with your head, not your heart. No, no, I think the Jags are going to win, but <laughs> I will say this, though. With, now, Mike Williams, that's a big deal, man. Look, if Mike Williams has with his back contusion, if he doesn't play right now, he's day-to-day. If uh, you can all of a sudden say, all right, and by the way, the Jaguars' pass defense hasn't been great, but with that said, uh, since he moved Darius Williams outside, uh, they've been a lot better against the pass. But if Mike Williams doesn't play, and you can have Tyson Campbell chase, um, you know, that kid at Allen dude all over the field, that'd be a big deal, right? Um, so, look, the Chargers can't stop the run at all. Again, they've given up five and a half yards per carry all year. Uh, Trevor hasn't had a good game in a month. I mean, as far as a big passing game. Um, 
the Chargers they do not have they do not have J.C. Jackson the secondary. Uh, they're a little banged up there. Uh, look, it's at home, man. The, it, the Till and White can be absolutely bonkers. It's another 8-15 game. So go Jags, go. Etn runs for 125. Trevor throws for 320 with a couple of touchdown passes, and the Jaguars win. And it's happy days in what, Duval County. What channel is it on, by the way? It, I'll be at the game, so I don't, I don't really know about that. that? Yeah. I'm trying to think, is it a, is it a CBS? It's uh, going to be NBC. Oh, NBC? Yeah, a little Saturday oh, Night Football on NBC. So is it going to be like the, I'm assuming that, you know, Tariqo will be Sunday night, so is it going to be like no Dame crew of what the Jack Collinsworth and, you know, Colin, Colin Chris and yeah, that's Christian that's a, that's what I'm assuming. It I actually want to. Rico, we know that. Yeah, they'll not going to uh, be Tarico. They'll be Sunday night at Cincinnati. <laughs> but the better game is Saturday. Well, possibly it, it is better. You got, but you it get, might not turn out to be the better game. I, mean, I think paper, it will. On paper, it looks like the better game, but that turned out it doesn't always. It is still out. it's still wild that we have every game is rematched this year. Yeah, yeah, every game. Let's All see right. real quick. Uh, you know, Jack's schedule next year came out, not the time, the dates, but you got that first place schedule next year. That's going to be rough. Oh, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be tough. It, it, well, you know what's crazy is so when you look at, again, a first place schedule, but think about, you know, we talk about quarterbacks, right? The uh, quarterback position, the AFC, you talk about night and day from AFC, NFC. You've got both Brady and Rodgers will both be out of the NFC. And if they play again, there's a very good chance they could both be in the AFC with the Dolphins and the, and the Raiders, respectively. You say you say, Brady, you say that Rodgers could be out of the NFC like it's a fact. I think it's, I think it's a – yeah, it's done. Either he's retired or he's a Raider. He could be a Niner, I guess. I don't they're, think they're so. They're with Devontae Adams. <laughs> well, that's why I said the Raiders, yeah. AFC. Yeah, or you should be saying that's where Brady yeah. goes. And the Brady could be in Miami. So either way, but my point is, the NFC, you've got Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy. Think about that for a minute. Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, uh, uh, Jared Goff, AFC, Mahomes, Herbert, Lawrence, Burrow, Allen, it's you talk about night and day from a, a, a positional standpoint. Not even close, right? Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. So can we petition the NFL to move? Maybe, maybe we could switch to Seattle. Maybe the Jaguars can go. Can, they can go move over to the NFC West, and Seattle can move to the well, you know NFC what? South. You know what? Matt Rogers said all these quarterbacks, but you better take a look at those head coaches because they really matter. As the they do matter. They you sure better do. take a look at all those right. NFC coaches. Hey, right. one final break on a Wednesday. <laughs> and and, and uh, one final break or last Wednesday show for a while until we move to Saturday afternoons. We'll come back and close it out from Dick Swings on the North Side on 10 to NXL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. <laughs> and some recruiting news as we finish at our finish out our last Wednesday here at Dick's Wings on the North Side. We'll be back this a week from Saturday here at Dick's Wings. So our show's moving back to Saturdays, Chuck. We've been we were look we've been Saturdays forever. So we started Saturdays. Yeah, back 
and then Monday. We did Saturdays and Mondays, and Wednesdays for a while. Uh, look, uh, because of the, a lot of the, the movement here, but Florida basketball said, so, you know what? Let's instead of moving Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, let's move to Saturdays, uh, and we'll do that through the end of May. I'll start. I start coaching baseball or travel ball. Uh, my younger son still plays, right? So that so starting June. News, a story. Uh, so sorry. Anyway, so starting no, June, we're going to come back right. to Wednesday. Right. So somebody teased earlier. Uh, we may talk about next week. Is yeah. You, you were going to talk about Seth Bennett is NFL. Real quick. So you, you know, I'll throw that next week. Yeah. Possibly. No, we got a few minutes. Okay. Well, so I, I didn't know if anybody's out. Yeah, I'm glad you, you know. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. And we'll get to the, this this Gator Rashada, uh, Jaden Rashada news here in a few moments. But yeah, look, Seth Bennett, man, I've been one. Look, as a as a dog hater, as, as one, I love to take shots. At Georgia, and Stetson Bennett as having the most punchable face in college football and all these things. And I say, look, I'd always say, yeah, man, look, Georgia gets behind two score a game. They they're not built to come back. They don't have the Blazers uh, at the receiver position. He had Brock Bowers, uh, the Washington guy, the other, the other tight end, whatever. Uh, but they don't have these Blazers on the outside. And look, man. They're a quarterback, Stetson Bennett. He's a former walk-on, JUCO. He's 5'10", 5'11", 190 pounds. Uh, he's got a good arm, not a great arm. Uh, he's a game manager. But this dude continues to make play after play after play when he's called upon. He's done it time and time and time again. I truly believe... Uh, He's going to cash NFL paychecks for ten years. Maybe well, that would be. I'm not saying be, he's going to be an NFL superstar. That would be being a Chase Daniel. But I'll say that he's going to be on the roster. Look, Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, six feet, two hundred four, who doesn't have as good an arm as Stetson Bennett has. He doesn't. His hit. Look, Stetson Bennett has an above average arm. Brock Purdy is average to below average. Stetson Bennett has has done it, man. And against the best of the best competition, I think the dude can be a player at the next level. Again, I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar, but he could. Or even a starter. Yeah, but we'll see. I think the guy is one hell of a football player. I do. Um, so kudos to Stetson Bennett. There's going to be a 30 for 30 for him. Back-to-back, <laughs> seriously, back-to-back oh, yeah. national titles. Again, going for a walk-on. He gets kicked at the curve from Georgia, Juco. Then he comes back. Can I play, Coach? Can I play? Ah, whatever. Okay, you can try. He's back. Right, he's back. He's like a bad pin. He keeps turning up. And he's done his deal, man. So give the dude credit. Kudos to Stetson Bennett, man. Seriously. That's the right. fourth so, your last story here. Yeah, last story. Jay I only know this because of uh, Brent Beer posted this on Facebook. Tomorrow... 25 years Jay Solomon, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to give – if you're Jacksonville, the, the godfather of Jacksonville sports. He race, is. He started, I think, a one-hour show like in 1976 on the old 930 WJX, a city-owned radio station. Dude, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because Jay Solomon was – I mean, look, I used to listen – I used to give a little transistor radio out, listen to JU basketball. Jay Solomon was the ultimate homer. And I would well, – look, when the Jaguars got – the franchise here. I was on my way to the police academy in uh, 1993, November 30th. Him, he was doing a show with Alex Lamb in the afternoon, and that's when I heard Jacksonville got the franchise. Listening to Jay Solomon 
and Alex Lamb. Mary used to have that Saturday afternoon uh, college football scoreboard show. Tim Bianca Babubu. Tim Bianca Babubu. <laughs> <laughs> he can't pronounce the name and save his life. He can say Bianca Batuka, but Bianca Babubu is what he said. All right, so the last story. Um, Tim, look, this is the difference between Florida and Georgia. Georgia's seamless. Alabama's seamless. Let's get our guys. Got to recruit. Let's sign our class. All is good. Down in Gainesville, it's all about the NIL. Jaden Rashada, the number six quarterback in the country, the number six overall player in the state of California, was all set to enroll in Gainesville. Right? Oh, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, all is good. He, he committed to Miami early on, flipped to Florida, signed his national letter of intent, uh, hasn't yet enrolled. There's been some speculation as to what's going on with him. Uh, what, 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 what's the deal? Is it admissions? Nah, it's not admissions. It's all about money. So uh, here's the latest. Here's the latest. His dad, uh, what Harlem Rashada. After signing with Florida in December, five-star Pittsburgh, uh, California quarterback Jaden Rashada was set to enroll in Gainesville after playing in the Under Armour All-American game. But Rashada has yet to return to the Sunshine State. Despite some reports that Rashada asked out of his National letter of intent. His father, Harlan Rashada, told 247 Sports on Wednesday night that his son has not filed has not filed to get out of his signed letter of intent. Jaden has not filed a request for release from Florida. Harlan Rashada said he is still signed with the Gators. Harlan elaborated on where things stand with Florida. Jaden Jaden hasn't enrolled yet. He's in the Bay Area. Rashada said we're having a conversation with Florida tomorrow, Thursday. We're in constant talks with Florida in regards to his enrollment, but I'd like to think if he's not enrolled by Friday, there will be some challenges there to proceed as planned. Meaning, if he'll give us our money by Friday, we're looking elsewhere. With Florida's first day of classes this past Monday, this upcoming Friday is the last day to drop ad at the university. That would allow Rashada to enroll and start attending classes on Monday, pending their conversation with the university on Thursday. We're working through some things right now with Florida and hoping that they get resolved soon, Harlan Rashada said. Jaden has been excited about the next chapter of his academic and ac- athletic career. Academic. <laughs> and, yeah. And is, and is eagerly yeah, right. anticipating early enrollment academic. in Gainesville. I hear the music. So our last Wednesday show for a while, until the summer, will be on Saturdays from 12 to 2, coming up soon a week from this Saturday. But, hey, Matt, thank you so much. May have been a great producer for us. Uh, Well, he won't be here Saturdays. These are my last few days on the planet, apparently. (laughs) No, it's it's been good, guys. I appreciate it. What? But look, uh, here's the deal. Uh, This weekend, we got a huge game Saturday night. Get ready to roll at the bank. I'll be there. Matt's going to be there. Chuck, I don't know where you'll be. Let's do it. We're going to get after this thing. And go, Jags, go. Let's bring it home with the Duval. We're out.